I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're beautiful. <laughs> I know. I kept going that to the, the girl. I go, oh, will I ever feel sexy? And she's like, oh, bye, don't you gorgeous? And I was like, I know. <laughs> but I was like, but I need know, to get like, to it here. You know, part of your... Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like what made me feel? So, uh, yeah, I hope Stella gets her groove back on Friday. Stella, Stella's just midweek. I think Stella is midweek. Sorry, go on, go on, guys. <gasps> Welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing with radio lady Clara Kavanagh and world-renowned flautist Sophie Lyons. <laughs> 30 Flirty and Perishing is a current affairs podcast. Current girly affairs. <laughs> it's a current girly affairs podcast brought to you from London town. We're both back in the city, oi oi mate. <laughs> G'day, Sheila. That's Australian. Anyway, thank you for tuning back in. Let's plunge right into it, Clara, because we've got a lot to talk about. Okay, great. Will we do jadors? Yeah. So, my jador is pretty basic. It's butter. Well, (laughs) you're talking to the buttery queen. Uh, Well, firstly, I'm wearing, you know, those Lululemon leggings that describe themselves as the buttery ones. You know, those really smooth Uh. ones. Yeah, and I got some Kerrygold, I don't know, a week ago, and... They sell that here? Yeah, in, like, Waitrose, in Everett. Oh. It's, I think, I don't know, Glanbia or Bordbia or somebody is promoting... The leprechauns. Yeah, and I got Barry's tea for £3. Anyways, I... Get back to your buttery <laughs> taste. So I bought this Kerrygold, and I can't stop putting it on, on everything. everything. I'm now buying stuff so I can put the butter like, on. This would this would be nice on my butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I usually do like homemade popcorn here because I like, cannot deal with the store-bought popcorn in this country. So I just make my own homemade popcorn. What do you mean? In the microwave? Just, there's no... No, like, you know, you just put it in a pot. Oh. And I put it in a pot with butter. Oh, and that's then, buttery. And oh. then when it's cooked, put the butter on top. Then I'm buying bread, like... It's going out of fashion just so I can soak it in butter. I love <laughs> butter. It's so good. I, You're like sliding all over Or the like a, just a crumpet with butter on it. I oh! And I feel like if it's... <laughs> it, <laughs> and if it's not in the house... There's a problem. You, yeah, there's a problem, but you don't really eat it. But when it's in the house, now I'm on this like... Lather me in it. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be able to get off it. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm just finding new way. I, f- I find myself zoning out and thinking about butter. how I can include butter in my meal. Like, I got this pasta that oh. was, um, uh, yeah, I know. This is making me horny because I haven't had dinner. Oh, oh, there's only chocolate here. Oh. There's some butter if you want to <laughs> spoon it straight from the bag. 
But I got this um, real American, I, I don't know, a moment took me. It was probably a butter clouded judgment. But this macaroni and cheese is like real American where it comes with this cheese powder and you mix it with milk, butter and the cheese mix. and then In you, a box? like In a box, like so American. That's very... I put in so much butts. <laughs> I love a macaroni and cheese. It was, it was really good. It tasted like so fake, but like, or that kind of like... I get that on a hangover if I'm on a budget. Oh, a microwave macaroni Covered in pepper. Like, mm. dr- like it's black with pepper. Yes. It almost looks like there's soot all over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. All I want to do is rub butter all over Sorry. myself. And like, I'm watching um, Cheer season two at the moment. And you know, the Netflix documentary about the cheerleaders. And I like shoveling all this butter down my gullet while these and I'm critiquing these like acrobatic gymnast dancer like athlete freaks of fitness and I'm like oh she messed it up <laughs> like, you know I can barely do a pencil roll it's, do you remember in PE I think I could only do a tumble and a pencil roll there was these weirdos who could do like a box spring and um, <laughs> When we were, when I was living in New York, uh, someone told me about moisturizing that like coconut oil is like the upper echelon of moisturizer. Yeah, yeah. And so I used to come home and lather myself in coconut oil and it was so hot there that it would be, it would be a liquid anyway. (laughs) And one of the girls that I was living with used to be like, I know where you've been and what you've done because (laughs) there's, there's like a light trail of... Of a glaze. And then I came home and someone was like, you know, that's like a bit of a myth. Like, normal moisturizer is fine. And I was like, oh, I was sliding all around New York. <laughs> like a little snail trail or a yeah. little slug. Yeah, yeah. A greased little slug. Did, uh, but did it work on your skin? Because I've heard that. Oh, before. it's great. But I mean, it's not practical. It doesn't dry in. You need something fast absorbing. It's all over my, well, the floors and everything. And your clothes. <laughs> like, I would have fallen. Oh, I'm sure I did. Like banana skin. I used to come home like after drinking and do it as well. Anyway, I love butter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your door? My door is I got a pedicure the other day and the guy that was doing it was like, oh, have you been here before? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not a regular, but I've been there a few times before. And my favorite part is if you get a full pedicure, they do like kind of like a lymphatic massage, which I'd love to get a full lymphatic massage it's it's on my hit list apparently they're really painful but they're amazing yeah so he does it and he's like doing my legs and then he's like pulling you know they like pull oh, your toes that. and crack them and he's doing that but then he just starts slapping me <laughs> like he started going up being like <laughs> sorry <laughs> up my legs and the entire salon is just kind of looking down and they're all just kind of like hmm and i'm like mm-hmm and he's just, <laughs> but then he went up to my lap and then just started going, I want to make the noise right. On your thighs. Yeah, being like, just on my things. And then I couldn't stop laughing. And then he was like, is it okay? And I was like, oh, it's great. <laughs> he's just slapping me for like 20 minutes. Like, oh, I, was, I loved it. That's amazing. And I feel like it's like really good for your like body shape and toning. I but really I just got slapped it. all over on my lower half and I just adored it. Oh, I'm in desperate need of a good petty. I'll tell you where I went. 
It's in Dublin, actually. Oh, fuck. Um, was it Tiffany Nails? I've been there. And he was slapping me around the place. And I was at my mom and she just couldn't stop laughing. Oh, uh, they're brilliant. But the slapping was like... It almost sounds like there should be... There's something weird going on. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, onto your buttery test. <laughs> buttery test. Oh, this happens no matter where I go. Doesn't matter the city. Doesn't matter the time of day. It just matters that you need to be on a pavement. I hate when people have bad footpath etiquette, and I just feel like not that chivalry. You know, chivalry should or shouldn't exist. Whatever you feel on that side of the debate. Why do are sorry to say mostly men need to just barge past me all the live long day what do you mean kind of bumping into you just like you know the way if you come head to head with a a pedestrian and then they're just like i've right away and they kind of shove past you or you could be coming up to a curb and be like one time i had a trolley another time i had a buggy coming up a curb and then this three men were like oh yeah we've right of way here and i'm like sorry I'm carrying a heavy load. Will you please step back, smile and nod, and allow <laughs> me pass? <laughs> I just oh, find yeah. it's so rude. Where are your manners? Why are you... But also, no one's that busy that they can't. I know. So. And then like sometimes I catch myself doing it, being like, so do that I. was an old lady. Why did you just go But that's front? London. Like, you know, the impatient thing of like... Being yeah, like, if you're stuck I behind a slow to. walker, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to shoot you. But especially between, like, I'm very much of the mindset, like, men should give right of way to women. Like, I'm not. When the, like when men don't offer women a seat on the tube, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Not me. Mm. I mean a woman. Yeah. They won't even look up. No. And I just say, I don't know what what age, if there's a specific age bracket that do it. I cannot bear it. It mm. actually happened when I came home from Dublin. I was in Heathrow and I was getting into the lift and this man in his 50s just shoved in front of me Get and then bu- start barging your body all it's the actually what i do and it works very well <laughs> is you look at them <laughs> you say you look at them and then look at the space they have encroached very good okay i'm all ears and then go stare at them and then move and then i walk i walked into the lift and then he when i pressed the thing or something he said something to me yeah, I can't be an innocent bystander anymore. It annoys me too much. And then all I do is just like, when the moment's passed, I spend the next like 30 seconds giving out. Girl there when I opened the gate, she had a, a small suitcase and I pulled it open for her and held it open for her. And she just walked through and said nothing. And, <gasps> I, go, and I go, you're welcome. Well done. Don't, don't do that to me. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm going out of my way. Why can't we just be nice to each other? I, I don't, don't get it. I don't understand. Why can't we just... We're all sharing this earth together. We're all humans. We're all humans living <laughs> Also, in just let the girly through. Let the girly through. And also just be like, thanks a million. Also, I hope to God someone doesn't do that to our moms. Oh. If I saw someone doing that to my mom, I would kick off. <laughs> be flipping tails. Whatever they're doing it to me. Tossers. I think it's not even like... It's not really a London thing either. No. I think it's most cities. Oh, yeah, I just think... And, like, sometimes, like, you can do... Say someone could have done it to me once and then regret it. I'm like, oh, and I've done it to people. And I'm like, oh, crap, I should not have... 
I think I really barged my way through there. I should have just let them go. So I I'm know, tra- but I'm not. consciously trying to do it. So maybe when it gets done to me, people are get giving out to themselves, being like, oh, I should have let that buggy get onto the pavement freely. And why does four seconds out of my life matter? Oh, That is a, a non-butter, you should ask. It's a butter boiler. A de-butter. A de-butter. Anyway, what's yours? Mine is, so when I was at home, I was at home for like, I think two weeks in the end. Mm. And every evening, my mum and I went on a real reality television journey. Mm-hmm. And my je test is the belittling of the reality realm. Because I think a lot of do, people do it. They think it's such trash television. Some of the content I was watching. Come on, who? Was out of this world. <laughs> we did a sort of retrospect and we went back and watched all the Kardashian weddings. I'm talking Chloe and Oh, Lamar. that's my fave. That's my fave. Kim and Chris Humphreys. Oh, that's Kim a and farce. Kanye. Oh, that's good. Um, what else? Like those specials, they were brilliant because you could work back and see what had changed. Physically. Physically, how they, even like the way they speak, what yeah. they, what they, ma- what matters to them. What they wear. Oh, what do you think? What, what, what so, what do you think is So true? for Kim and Chris Humphreys, Kim's marriage to Chris Humphreys, he basically wanted to have like a say in what they were doing and she had no interest in him even <laughs> giving his two cents. She was like, no, no, we're doing that. And he'd be like, but I don't like those plates. And she'd be like, but they're Hermes or whatever. Yeah. And it was her and Chris Jenner against Chris Humphreys. Yeah. And she was like, we're having Christina Aguilar. And he was like, I don't want Christina Aguilar. And she's like, I love her. We're getting her. And he's like, gets annoyed. And it's like, they have fights throughout the whole time. Yeah. And then when she gets married to Kanye... Chris Jenner is like, I don't even know what's going on. And Kim is like, I have to ask him like what he wants to do. And mm. it was so interesting because we watched them back to back. It was, oh, it was that's exquisite. a great idea. I'd highly recommend to anyone who's struggling to watch it. My mum actually told her hairdresser and she was like, that's what I'm going to go home tonight and do. But then we watched Real Housewives Girls Trip. I don't watch Real Housewives, sorry. I only watch Beverly Hills, but it's all the different cities get together and go to Turks and Caicos together. It's wonderful. I've told a few people about it. Highly recommend. (laughs) But just some notes I had. Sorry, to circle back to the rabbit hole I went down on Hey You. I just like it. I love the fact that Trish is watching the My mum literally would be like, what time are you finishing work? (laughs) And I was like, I'll try and finish up early enough. And she'd be like, are we going in now? I could hear the wedding bells. Do I turn the kettle on now? (laughs) And she was just smiling like a dog throughout. But just also like looking at the wedding planners, like if you're a devout Kardashian watcher, like Sharon Sachs, the wedding planner. Oh, remember her. They're all using her and then she's now gotten kicked to the curb. Like, I want to know what happened there. Yeah. I want like a deep dive. I'd say Kanye was like, nope. Also, no, she did theirs, but now they all use Mindy Weiss for all their other things. What did she do? I don't know. I also want to know why they fired the, the stylist Monica Rose, who I think still styles Chrissy Teigen. Kim caught her because of Kanye. And then little by little, they kind of stopped using her. But then there was an absolute unfollow. And then apparently it was to do with some weird money going somewhere upon Monica Rose's doing. Never answered. Oh. Um, equally, what was the other one there? Their makeup artist, Joyce Benelli. Joyce. Joyce 
disappears oh, and apparently she tried to get a deal and for them to not be involved or something like that and they kind of like excommunicated her i have a lot of questions Whoa. and then it's also like those really funny bit sorry now i'm going on for ages but this really funny bit where kendall and kylie have a sci-fi novel <laughs> what it's just before Kim and Kanye's wedding and I think they must be oh. like maximum 17 and 16 Kanye's and it's a the sci-fi novel the... called Lex and Lex and Olivia oh my god I it's a, and it's that. a sci-fi dystopian novel and it's really funny they're in this like press meeting like with the pure with the book company going through the strategy and they're like let's just tell us like how you came how this book came about and it's like obviously they don't know and they're like yeah Kylie's like yeah Kendall and I just had this like idea like Lex and Olivia like sci-fi dystopia it's so funny and like it's never been spoken about again (laughs) and I, I would highly recommend if you're struggling please just just please, just give reality television a chance. Because I detest the snobbery around it. <laughs> there is, I'm I think... I'm honestly jittery. To, I, I'd love to do a thesis on it. Yeah, there is a real snobbery around it. There is, but I don't know if the, the haters can be converted. Well, I mean, I've just given you many reasons why they should be. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Rant over. What? <laughs> Okay, so before we move on to the topic this week, I got the most beautiful voice note from my dear friend James. Well, I didn't hear the voice note, I just heard the start, and James's voice. Oh, it's stunning. Is. It's beautiful. Exquisite. So, oh yeah, so he listened to the Boundaries episode we did two episodes ago. Do you remember when we were talking about, like, we feel like we don't have very many boundaries? Is it to do with self respect? But does that mean I have no self respect? Okay. James is here to save the day. Okay, let me get Okay. My, okay, let me get my notes. Let me get my receipts. This is his hot take. So he says you can have all the rules you want. Like you can make as many rules in life about like sleeping with people on the first date, having X amount of drinks on a night out, okay. bedtimes, whatever. But the difference between rules and boundaries are you don't know what your boundaries are until they are broken. Okay. So you could, someone could, he used the example of like, Someone could cancel on you last minute, like 10 minutes ago. Like they don't respect your time. They're canceling on you last minute. Or you could have like an overshare in work and you're like getting really offended. Like something in your body is like, oh my God, I do not give a shit about your budgie. Leave me alone. So once it's breached, then you know that that's Then it. you know. Okay. Oh, okay. So then you, that, that's how you know where your boundaries lie. I think I know what one of these are. Yeah. Like toilet talk. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, do, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. I'm sure that happened Farts to me. Farts and poos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. I'm sure that obviously happened to me early on in life because I've yeah, certainly yeah. felt like that for There you go, year. look at us. There's some boundaries that we That's have. That's a boundary. So- Toilet talk. <laughs> <laughs> but where it comes in, where the self-respect comes in is if that you've had a boundary that's been crossed like me constantly saying the word fart to you. <laughs> <laughs> this, you, you not standing up for yourself. No, I'm not saying you're not standing up for yourself. I say you, it Because you say day. it to me all the time. But if you continued... Say, okay, okay. Say I'm saying, oh, fart, fart, fart. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. <laughs> toilet shite, toilet shite. 
I, but you don't. I already okay. stand up for myself and tell yourself. Okay, but if you didn't stand up for yourself, that's where the self-respect comes right, in. Right, so if you let someone breach your boundary. Breach your boundary, breach your boundary. That's where the self-respect lies. It's not in the rules. Because you can break rules of theirs to be broken. You can break whatever rules you want. But it's the boundaries. And he said it's from... Oh, I wrote this down really quickly. It's from a book called Your Erroneous Zone, which he said sounds a bit sexual, but it's not. Very but, interesting. Thank you so much for that, James. Yes. And really a very... Clarified that up for uh, me, definitely. And I'm glad I have self-respect. And Yeah, exactly. So thanks for getting in touch, James. Many thanks, James. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Usually loads of people ask us like how we come up with the themes and stuff like that. But it's usually kind of something that's kind of going on in our week or something. Yeah. It's rarely, I think, plucked out of, of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, rarely planned. Rarely planned. <laughs> In advance. Yeah. So I suppose this one for us, this week we're going to be talking about stress, stress management, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, the difference between the two. I've been very st- stressed over the past few weeks with work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of always goes into your evenings. Like when you're working during the day, you can't just kind of clock off stress in the evening mm-hmm. like when i was watching the reality shows with my mum when it came time to go to bed that was like an hour and a half of pure relaxation but then when it came time to go to bed i felt myself getting amped up again mm. so you and i were talking about stress and how we manage it i suppose mm-hmm. we're not going to dwell on what makes us stressed yeah because it's different for everyone what's your experience with stress management <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, when you were having all your like work stresses this week, if anyone listened to last week's episode, I was having a bit of, kind of still am having a bit of an existential crisis and I get really stressed up about that. It's kind of like, what's going on? And I feel like with me, how I know I'm stressed is when I will focus, I'll put all of my time and energy into like a really non-important, minute task. Or like, I might worry about like what I'm doing for the weekend and the logistics of that. Like, will I meet this person on that day? What if that doesn't happen? Blah, blah, blah. I could spend a good 45 minutes just focusing on one stupid little thing when I could be doing, using that time for like something else. Okay. 
So that's what I think I noticed in myself last week when I was doing that on like Thursday or Friday, whatever day, trying to plan the weekend. Because there was, in fairness, there was a good few moving parts. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've been down this bunny hill for way too long. I, that's how I know I'm stressed if I'm like focusing on something completely irrelevant. I think it's great once you know what what the signs are that you're stressed because mm. then it's yeah you you can start going oh how do I fix it yeah yeah but then but like y- yes there is that awareness but then sometimes I'm like I-, I was aware that I was doing it but I'm still like I need to figure this out so I've it's I don't know actually yeah sorry I remember a few years ago uh I realized that when I'm stressed I second guess really stupid stuff like if I locked my car oh or locked the door and then you're going no I didn't do that and you're like you probably did mm. and most likely because you're so amped up you definitely did mm. and I would go back to my car like <laughs> many times yeah <laughs> like, oh no I did it or like did I lock the door I remember figuring that out like five years ago I mean like oh that's that's one of my things and then you go into the spiral and then say you leave your house to go to like the cinema and then the whole time during the movie you're like did I lock it did I lock it I didn't I didn't yeah or like loads of girls do it with hair straighteners I think yes yeah that's a huge one yeah and like we're recording in my apartment today we're on the fourth floor the tropics (laughs) it's so hot sorry everyone says that like even when we turn it it's just so well I feel like I'm in Mozambique And there's a lot of plants as well. I'm like, want to take my top off and put butter all over me so I can get a tan. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, but I, I have been like at the bottom of the four flights. I'm like, I don't think I locked the, the house. Oh, yeah. I go, I go, I, and I walk back up and check. Oh, yeah. But it's not worth it to not go back. No, no, no. Just you need for the peace of mind. And like, yeah. But I think, yeah, feeling overwhelmed and stress would definitely make me focus on those kind of unimportant things and you don't trust yourself and th- that makes me annoyed that I'm like you know you lock the door it's like habitual yeah or you know what you're doing this weekend it'll all work out it doesn't matter yeah it's not you just I just get too. caught in like a spiral but I wish I could like get myself out of it but like a stress twister such <laughs> a stress twister you know the twisters that pull a hurricane in <laughs> stress twister <laughs> a twister <laughs> Things that you're pull up. like in the midst of a twister. <laughs> things that pull up cows. Yeah, and in like Tennessee or Georgia. Anyway, sorry. Continue your point. Yeah, but I just think it. What is annoying about it is like the twister gobbles up your energy, and I find I'm kind of static. I think it also like your physically energy. ages you. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like over time, I think stress is what ages most people. Mm, and like I, yeah, I, I 100% agree. Like, I think you it's a silent killer. People who work outside or yeah. something like that, they don't look half as weathered as people in high stress, like corporate jobs. They don't. Mm, no, I think you're right. Like sitting down all day, squinting at a screen, constantly rubbing your forehead. <laughs> Worrying about trying the to numbers. crunch the numbers <laughs> that over time like that's where crow's feet sets in yeah <laughs> it is it is it is you're right and I, yeah i just find that yeah it's like a static energy and i just think it's so draining like it affects your body i was gonna say i know when i'm stressed because my body mm. goes looper <laughs> really my body just doesn't work well yeah there's your like little warning signs that you're stressed yeah like i know 
if I'm stressed, I can handle stress. My body, it's almost like my body, if, if that's the reaction I get. Wow. So I can like go and I can keep working and stuff. But like I, my stomach and stuff goes like, I get really bad. I roll like not in my stomach. Oh. Yeah. And I just don't feel well. Yeah. you know, uh, Yeah. And you feel kind of like on edge or something. I feel like if you like poked my stomach, I would explode like a balloon. <laughs> And just be left with some Sophie skin. <laughs> Smithering. Like my stomach goes into a huge knot. Wow. And it'll hold all your tension in your gut. And it's not sexy. No. Like it's not sexy thinking like if someone pokes your stomach, you could <laughs> self-implode. <laughs> but that was happening to me. I remember like when I was about 14 or 15, I think it was like before the junior search. Mm. It happened to me a few times. It lasts for hours. Oh. Um, and I used to be like, oh, I, I didn't know what it was. It's obviously would stress, you? and then it, the leaving cert kicked in considerably so, and now like I totally know how to maintain it. But then every now and again I'll get it, and I'll be like, "Oh, it's it must be quite bad." Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing that how the body can react to it because yeah, I feel like I don't know if anyone's whoever's met me, I um I get frights really easily, and it's oh not well, a, it's not a joke. You like a pigeon usually does the trick on me. I just think like. Well, 99% of the time I think birds are trying to attack me. Just We're not getting on. They can smell my fear or something. But like if someone's coming out of a toilet door, I'll have one of those like cartoon reactions where the like... Oh, the, me too. The, 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 and people are like, am I really that ugly? Meanwhile, my soul is like just drifting. Do you know what I don't like? And people belittle your fright and it's like, but you scared me. <laughs> You're scary. And, but I don't know if that is linked to stress. Like I'm like, am I oh, on, constantly not. on edge? Oh, that, no, like, mine's just like a sudden anything. Anyway, that's nothing to do with stress, but I thought it might be linked because I'm like, am I really stressed? Is that why I'm like, I feel like... I think you're a real chill girly. Yeah, but like, why am I so on edge? I don't think that's on edge. I just think anything sudden and loud, I don't like. Okay, maybe I'm belittling the stress. No, but like, I think that's normal. Do you have rituals that you do to calm your stress down? Do you know how to manage your stress now? I don't think so. Do you not? So, no, I think it has to be very mindful. I used to do yoga. I think that really helped me when I'm kind of falling off that bandwagon. But I know you're supposed to breathe and I really want to do it. But sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I want to. Mm. Do you? Yeah, mine's just exercise. Okay, yeah, I don't do that. I wish I knew that in sixth year of school. Yeah, you'd be like because, running marathons. But I just <laughs> wish I knew stressed. that because now when I'm stressed, whatever it is, when I go to the gym, it always, always makes it better. And sometimes oh. I'm like irritable, like randomly a bit irritable and it's because mm. I haven't exercised. There you go. And you my key out. one is like I do all my thinking in a gym class or on a walk by myself. All Sophie's thinking, (laughs) the think tank happens in there. I always figure stuff out at the end of a gym class or at the end of a walk. Oh, okay. You're kind of inspiring me. I honestly, I I remember my mum being like, I wish we figured this out. I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) We can't turn back. Well, you know, you can't turn back time. That's literally, I always come back with an answer if I need an answer after a walk or after a gym class. Because it's like, it's taking out all that internal garbage Mm. And you're like exhaling it. I remember a, a like spin processing. instructor was like in the middle of it. He goes, um, he goes, and just exhale, you'll find relief. Whoa. Wasn't that? It was like mass. <laughs> they are like mass. But I was like, oh, just exhale. 
like breathe out that gross stuff and yeah. then you can actually think about what it is you need to figure out and all that static energy is coming out it's your like feet. if you imagine it just, out the sweat if you imagine it just coming like a black cloud out of your mouth and your nose oh. then you can yes. do your actual thinking because the stra- the everything inside is just built up and you oh have my too god much I love this yeah. oh I'm really into this now mm. I haven't been into a gym class in ages. I do love well, walking though. I have a great one for you to go to that I'll bring you to. Okay. I went to mass the other night. <laughs> Came out with amazing answers. Another thing I was thinking about though, I don't like when, because I don't vocalise my stress out loud a lot, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it to a lot of people, really. Like I'm not a sharer like that if I was properly stressed about mm-hmm. it and had a problem. It's like kind of like the swan swimming, looking so elegant, with, but their feet are going 90. Yeah. I don't like when people belittle stress. Mm. If it's a significant piece of stress. Mm. Uh, you know, when some people make a mountain out of a molehill about something, I'm like, oh, please shut up. But I think when someone's like, ah, say la vie, and you're like, well, it's actually quite, I'm finding it quite <laughs> difficult, so could you not tell me say la vie? <laughs> because, yeah, say does la vie. But I have a problem here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, as long as it's not like a stupid surface problem. A hundred percent. No, no, no. Yeah, I think that really bothers me. So I follow this girl on Instagram called Sarah Doyle and she's at Sarah underscore the Better Life Project. She's a life coach. And she does amazing things around like confidence masterclasses and... Oh. Yeah. And like empowering women. Very... She does these amazing affirmation cards she does these... Oh, I love an affirmation. I have some in my room. You can take some. But she talks a lot about stress and anxiety and the difference between the two. Okay. Because I would ignorantly sometimes lump them in together where they're very separate things. So she says that stress is caused by something external, be it like a work problem, like maybe you got demoted or you're not getting promoted. Man can, problem. Man problem, like an exam. Friend problem. Yeah, so it's an external thing. And when the problem is fixed, or the situation sorts itself out, your stress is removed. Whereas anxiety is triggered more internally, and you could be worrying about the past, worrying about the future, judging your past, judging your future, but it's a lingering thing. That, That's so interesting. Isn't it? Broken down so good. That's so interesting. Mm. Then she, she has um, loads of pointers on like how to manage stress. So her main one is breathing and like remembering to breathe. And there's this one thing she talks about called breathing through your butt. It's so when I first imagined this, I didn't know. Breathing through your bum. I know. So what you do is you imagine your lungs. If like the way you mouth breathe through your bum so you go like inhale exhale like so you kind of squeeze your butt cheeks and <laughs> am I crossing a boundary <laughs> like you're taking an air through your through your bum <laughs> yeah. and we always remember to do it because it forces you <laughs> it forces you to take big belly breaths okay um, That's interesting. And we're actually, I got in touch with her and I asked her to give us some tips on how to manage stress. And in there we have, she kind of explains what chemically goes on in your brain when you get stressed and okay. why, why it's hard, hard to get out of the twister, the stress twister. 
and she also talks about like the different types of breathing that you can do like loads of different techniques uh-huh. and like mindfulness exercise sure. so Sarah Doyle take it away so when it comes to managing your stress I feel that the best techniques revolve around breathing mindfulness pausing that sort of thing Depending on who you are, you'll respond differently to different prompts. So a couple of techniques that I like to use with my clients would be one, breathe out through your ass. I always say that because it's something that you'll remember to do. And when you're trying to breathe out through your bum, you're forcing yourself to take a really big, deep belly breath, which counteracts the short, sharp, shallow breathing that we often engage with when we're feeling stressed or anxious. Box breathing is another very good one. So imagine a square, even better, look at a square, a post-it, a picture in front of you and breathe in for one side, hold for another, breathe out, hold, breathe in, hold, breathe out, hold. That can sometimes be a little bit more advanced. Um, It can make us occasionally feel a little bit dizzy when we're doing it or a little bit uncomfortable. So it sometimes takes a little bit of practice. One of my favorites is four, seven, eight breathing. So breathing in for four, holding for seven and breathing out for eight. That's a personal favorite of mine. Mindfulness is another really good one. It's just looking at us to be present. So a great way that we can practice mindfulness is just to name five things that we can see, touch, taste, feel, and hear. So five by five five things for each sense that we have see touch taste hear smell i also really like that one i think that's a great one and then another one that i love is exercise so movement in some sort of way so if you divide these strategies into emergency care and long-term care your deep breaths can be very effective when you're stuck in a moment and you find that you and you feel that you need to unwind from the anxiety or stress spiral quite quickly your pausing and deep breathing can be very very helpful there the fresh air is also amazing so open up a window and then long-term care you're looking at developing a mindfulness practice you're looking at finding some sort of movement that really works for you you're looking at understanding your triggers your stressors and asking yourself ways that you might be able to mitigate those manage them a little bit more and all of these tools will support us to i guess become more aware of our emotions and empower us to be able to regulate those emotions better when you're getting really anxious or stressed out about something your cortisol level your stress hormone will spike and with those elevated levels of cortisol you're unable to produce sufficient levels of serotonin needed in order to calm down so literally when you're stuck in this anxiety stress spiral you're unable to access the calming hormones that you need to make decisions to find clarity to move forward with a task or idea or project the breath work whilst it's incredibly powerful it's not a magic cure but it can give us just an opportunity to pause and to try to lower those levels of cortisol so that we can kind of play around a little bit more with serotonin in order to feel calm make decisions find clarity so at a, at a practical level that's what i mean by the make decisions find clarity that's because that's what we need on an everyday basis um, and the breath work again it's just it's it's so powerful so breathing it through your ass might work for me but it might not work for someone else so just about finding a technique that works for the individual because we're all different that's fab wasn't that really helpful yeah I am not an expert, nor am I a professional. Yeah, neither are we. <laughs> neither oh, are. No, I'm not by this. I've come up with an acronym. 
<laughs> to manage your stress. And it's Stune. S-T-U-N-E. Or it could be Tunes. Maybe Tunes is better. <laughs> I think Tunes is way better. Okay, Tunes. T, treat yourself. I think when you're when you're stressed, don't try and skimp on something that might give you a bit of joy or a bit of mm. relief. So get a nice coffee. Get that. Or be like, no, I'm actually going to get myself a cookie today, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like go to the good gym class, not the the one that's you know it does the job, but you mm-hmm. want something a bit extra. Yeah. Um. So I think treat yourself is the tea. Mm-hmm. You unplug. I think when you're stressed and you're going on Instagram and looking at all this stuff, especially if you're like... Not in a great headspace. Not in a great headspace, A. And then there's a lot going on in work and someone else might be on a holiday. There's nothing worse because you're like, I look like an idiot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I think unplugging and disconnecting from that and just putting your phone down and yeah. giving yourself time to with your thoughts. Yeah, because you don't need like social media comparison lives or any of that stuff. No. Also, sometimes like you do it as a reflex. You don't even know you're doing it. And I think so it will mi- add. Yeah, it's so mindless. Mm. Mm. So that's the you. Unplug. N. Natter. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in a problem shared as a problem halved. Yes. To your mum, your sister, one of your friends, your boyfriend, anyone. I think once you actually sometimes need to just say it out loud. Mm. Um, and it does take the stress levels down a bit for me, definitely. It does. I think talking is a huge part. And then you, people can relate to your... Or they'll always... Like, whenever I say something to my sister, she's like, I remember that happened to me and I did. Like, yeah. she'll always have a comparison. There's a comfort in it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, N is for natter. E is for exhale. Which actually came in the professional guidance. Um, As I was saying, like, in that class I went to, he was like, just exhale. Like, you'll find relief and release as well. Mm. And I would probably combine that as exercise as well. Oh, yeah. So, I think that's a big one. Go and do some cardio. (laughs) And the S is shake it off. Oh, I initially on. had sesh, but oh, then I, I thought, would... no, sorry, alcohol doesn't help some people with stress. No, no, Whereas no. I do like to blow off some steam with a gin and tonic, but shake it off. So I think once you come to the, you'll get to a point where you'll figure out what the problem is and how you're going to solve it uh-huh. or how you can minimize the stress or let's say it's to do with work. You'll hopefully come to that end let's say the end of the week or the end of a project or the end of a quarter mm. and you'll say you can kind of shake it off now and then keep moving on. Go and have a dance? Yeah, by, by, by Taylor Swift. <laughs> and also like just go, at, you you should uh, go and do something fun after you've had a stressful time. Like you should go out and, I mean, I keep saying a night out, but you know, a local coffee shop. <laughs> Um, a an amusement it. park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that you like Zip to kind of to kind of say, oh, oh, let me check out for a while and let me shake it off. Yeah, shake it off, shake it off. Shake anyway, it. girls, tunes. Tune. Always remember, when you're feeling stressed, remember tunes. Just remember to tunes. T u n e s. Well done, so sounds great. And you. <laughs> Thank you.
Gazer, I feel like, like you have a last nugget of advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, let's just, but also let's just remember that myself and Sophie sadly are not professionals in That's this so realm. That's so weird. Do you not think my tunes <laughs> was academic? No, absolutely not. But if you are feeling stressed or overwhelmed, please don't forget, go and talk to a loved one. Keep talking. Share your problems. As Sophie said in tunes, a problem shared is a problem half. Offload the weight you're carrying and people are always here to help. Oh, it's so much easier when you just talk about it. Exactly, yeah. Even yeah. if it's just to one person. Yeah, yeah. So remember to natter. <laughs> the N in tunes. The N. I think tunes is going somewhere. Tunes is going. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in again. We hope you enjoyed it. I have an amazing report that I'm so buzzed about. I already oh, told you because oh, yeah. I couldn't keep it in no. during the week. Oh, um, I opened my door. You didn't even say hello. Hello! (laughs) But we're so excited. We at 30 Flirty and Perishing have reached 5,000 downloads, which we're so... It's Friday. I honestly couldn't believe it when the report came in. To be honest, I took my glasses off and took a second look. Because I look at them every week, did, did every day. Did you get day. your secretary to... to I, had a few pe- I had a few execs confirm it because I thought my little peepers were seeing something. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. In just over... It's just about three months that we have that we started it. And I don't know what episode we're on now. Is it 11 or 12? 12. We're on our 12th episode. So to have 5,000 downloads feels absolutely fabulous. I can't so, believe it. Over yeah. the moon. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much for downloading it on purpose or accidentally because <laughs> <laughs> the numbers don't lie, girls. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank you, Samoa. Thank you, Samoa. Yeah, thank you to all our international listeners. Please continue to um, keep spreading the word about 30 for being perishing. And um, if you're a new listener, please go back and listen to our old episodes. You can hear stories of my friend vomiting in the Sistine Chapel, Sophie falling in love with the sexy cardinal, and... Oh, no, I... (laughs) Oh, that sounds like fun. And the time, and when Sophie, while scamming her date for a load of free drinks, got numbers off the Marlboro Man. Amazing. Anyway, thank you so much for joining. We love you. What what song would so merit much. our five thousand downloads? Uh, what's that? Whitney I feel Houston like it's one a, million dollar. No, I feel like it's uh, a pitbull uh, uh, song. Uh, Miami, New York, Florida, my uh, that downloads. one with Jayla. La 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 or, la 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 Get on up when you're down, baby. Take a good look around. Take a good while look around. No, it's not much, but it's okay. We'll keep on moving on anyway. When the lady is on dying, gotta keep on, keep on trying. All the bees and birds are flying. 
Never let go, gotta hold on and don't, don't stop, stop till the break of dawn and keep, keep moving, don't stop rocking. Rocking, down and get on. And then it goes a cappella when you're down. Baby, take a good look around. Take a good walk around. <laughs> I know. But it's okay. We'll, we'll keep, keep on moving on any way. Uh, I always know you're going to go high. <laughs> I can close my eyes. And oh, yeah. It's my good Point to the sky. <laughs>